Welcome to Insights into Success, where with your host Paul Dodds, we hope to educate, inspire and motivate you to achieve your own personal success. We talk to guests from all around the world from a variety of walks of life to hear the realities of their own journey to success. What challenges have they faced, how they cope with failure and what have been the keys or will be the keys to their own success. In our Read to Succeed interviews, we talk books that have inspired our guests, and for some, they share their secrets to marketing success. Join us as we give you insights into success. All right, well, welcome back to Read to Succeed, where today we're talking to Mikey, who, if you didn't hear, we recently interviewed for Insights into Success. Now, Mikey's going to tell us about a couple of books that he's read, or in fact, one of them he's actually written himself, and what they're about what he's got from them, and give us a bit of insight into why maybe we should read them too. So, Mikey, take it away. For sure. So if I'm going to start with a book, I better start with my own. Uh, (laughs) So this year I uh, published a book called Fearless Beauty, The Hair Business Blueprint. Uh, And it's called The Hair Business Blueprint because I'm in the hair industry. Uh, But the book itself is a very open, honest approach to entrepreneurship. So if you're not in the beauty space, this book still will bring a lot of value if you're an entrepreneur or thinking about being an entrepreneur, uh, because I go through my journeys and trials and tribulations and about everything else uh, within this book uh, that took about 10 to 11 months to complete. Uh, I started it during the middle of COVID because I figured I'm not traveling for quite some time and I'm going to be sitting here at the office or at home. So uh, right. I've always wanted to write a book. So let's get to it. And that's what I did. <laughs> wow. And um, so was it purely because of COVID that motivated you to do it? No, I think, or was anything think- else coming into play? Yeah, I think everyone's wanted to write a book at some point in their life, right? They all want to talk right. about their experiences, this, that, the other. I think for me... I wanted to do a book about business, but I wanted to reach a certain level of business. So I wanted to, you know, a lot of companies, they talk about where people talk about reaching six figures, which yes, it is a milestone. Uh, A lot of people will then graduate into the seven figure business. uh, But the drop off of getting into being an eight figure business is pretty steep, right? So most people don't make that segue into the eight figures. So uh, with us doing so with basically no funding and still today, no funding, which is great and fine. um, I think I I was in a position where I could write a book and give out this information that is true information for entrepreneurs. It's not just, you know, I'm some business coach or some other thing. Like this is my real world examples and experiences And I thought that was really important to reach that certain level of success before, you know, when you write a book, you're basically saying you're an expert of the subject. So I wanted to make sure I felt like I was an expert of the subject instead of just saying, I wrote this book. Right. And what did you learn through that process? How was that process for you? And what sort of things did you learn from it? It was an emotional experience. It was very rewarding. It was actually much more rewarding than I thought it was going to be going back to a lot of the uh, emotional uh, parts of the business and uh, getting started, especially when we we were first getting started in our industry. It was it was a tough time in my life. Uh, You know, I borrowed the money for my 
business to get started. I was completely broke, uh, working more than full time. Credit was gone, pretty much everything wiped out. So when I say I'm starting it from scratch, it was kind of like scratch, but it was a deep scratch because I was like underneath there. <laughs> I mean, it was like <laughs> negative at this point, starting this business and going into this industry. So talking about that experience, because I think it's important that people understand that not everybody uh, can reach a certain level of success. You know, you don't always need all this money and all this funding. Like you can do it yourself if you're strategic about it. And so that's right. why I wanted to really share my experiences, um, my relationship with my girlfriend and my mother and how that kind of played into, you know, my being stronger as an entrepreneur. And then, you know, that's kind of the emotional part and kind of the strategic part and the mindset and then getting into like, okay, the back half of the book is like, let's do it. So this is basically a blueprint for getting started. It's really plug and play for any type of e-commerce business or just, you know, even getting into brick and mortar. Yeah. Yeah. And what's been the reaction to the book since you published it? Well, you know, we, uh, the first couple days we made Amazon bestseller in four categories. We almost reached the number one spot in entrepreneurship book category on Amazon. So, wow. uh, that was pretty good. pretty excited about that. Um, and right now I'm sitting at, on Amazon, almost 200 reviews, which, you know, most books, <laughs> most books won't even get close to a hundred reviews. So, you know, I have about 200, almost 200 five-star reviews on there and people, People really like it. I mean, it's it was a it's a very honest approach to entrepreneurship. It 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 people really connect with it. So um, it's it's been it's been amazing. It's it's an amazing experience. And do you got, have you got any plans to write another book? Was that it for the moment? You know, I I'm pretty busy these days. Like, <laughs> my schedule right now, I'm like opening two physical stores. I'm renovating one of them because we bought it and like looking at Vegas and all these other things. But I definitely think it's something maybe in a year or two. Um, it's something I will do because the first book was really the beginning stages of entrepreneurship in this journey and reaching yeah. uh, uh, where we are today. But because I continuously push and I'm learning new things constantly and finding out new things and I'm starting to bring in more experts into our business, kind of like as consultants, because yeah. I want to see what that can do to take me even further and talk about yeah. really building the brand. Because really, it's not really about building the business right now. We have the business uh, set. It's really about building the brand. So I, th yeah. I have an idea of what the book name is. I already have the title. So yeah, let me just yeah. say, yeah, I'm going to write another book. I just don't know when. But yeah, it's, it's going to yeah. come. So tell me, Mikey, just, just as you're talking, I was thinking about it. And to what extent do you think it's actually been beneficial for you to be you doing the business that you are? And, and let me explain that a little bit more. And that is that in terms of brand recognition, Having you in the profile that you are, and no disrespect to, to you, but it doesn't really fit with the industry that you're in. But does that, in fact, actually work for you in a positive way? Because it makes you really memorable. You're like, oh, that's that white guy that's into doing, you know, hair extensions and stuff. Does Have you seen that? Is that a factor for you? It, it goes both ways, to be honest. You know, it, it definitely has gone both ways. For me personally, not wearing hair extensions or having a background as a hairstylist and all that, for me, I look at where is my competitive advantage. My competitive advantage is, you know, I, 
I don't wear hair. So what I think at the end of the day, as far as a product goes, really doesn't matter. It's what our customers think. So that's where I've been so much more customer focused, whereas someone that wears hair, they have a particular style they love. They have a particular technique or this, that, the other. So they're going to fade that within product development and everything else, where for me, it's just I just listen to our customers. So you know, yeah, I, I definitely don't fit the normal profile of someone that runs this type of business, but uh, it sure has been a roller coaster ride. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, so what about another book? I know you've got another book you'd like to share with us. Tell us about what that is and what it's about and what you got yeah. from it. Yeah. So, you know, we just finished our amazing interview for the insights into success. So you got to go and listen to that. And I was just talking about now it's the information age. There's so much information in podcasts, but A book that really resonates with me, and it's kind of an oldie, it was very popular a decade ago, and it's it's still a popular book. I just don't know how many people these days are reading this book, but The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss was really a game changer for me, and I'll tell you why. I had worked my first business uh, about two years straight, over two years straight, without taking a day off. There's no way I had a day off in two years. My, one of my... uh, the people I did business with that was in the U.S. was my U.S. connection to Thailand. He passed away unexpectedly um, Thanksgiving night. And he was like my, he was like too young. He was too young to be my father and too old to be my brother. But he was just like him and I were really close. So it was really tough. Yeah. Yeah. So I needed to go to Thailand and work out this deal to make sure that we're still getting supply and everything else. And I had never even been to Thailand yet, which is unbelievable. So I was in Thailand and this book had just recently come out and I brought the book with me and it starts talking about not working. The book's not about working four hours a week, obviously, but about hiring people, about being more strategic in business to get more things done and getting help. Right. And that's a common issue with entrepreneurs. They want to do everything themselves. And that's how I was for years. And I remember sitting, I was at this hotel in Bangkok. I was staying at the Dream Hotel. I'll never forget it. Sukhumvit Soy 15. And I'm on the rooftop on this amazing, beautiful rooftop reading this book for the first time, actually not really working in a day for years straight after years straight. And reading this book, it just kind of made me realize maybe I wasn't doing things the right way in my business because I was everything in the business. And for you to grow as an entrepreneur and grow and be successful in business, you can't do everything yourself. And after reading this book, it made me realize that it was okay to get other people involved and start kind of outsourcing some things and just finding other people that were better than me at certain areas of business. And going through that book and his stories and, you know, it became super popular book, um, that was really important to me to be able to hear that it was okay. And that's, that's what I love about reading and love about podcasts to hear these other stories, because sometimes you think that you're going down the wrong direction, but then hear it from somebody else that made it and said, wait a second, this might be okay. So I think that's really important. And tell me, you, you made some comments before we went on to record about books and when the, when you get benefit out of them and when they don't, do you want to just share that for, for our listeners? Yeah, it's, it's really important because obviously if you're listening to this, you're interested in books and you're going to have recommendations from all types of people from all different aspects of their life, right? Or like they're in different aspects of their life. So, 
you know, the four hour work week, if you're not an entrepreneur, it might not be as beneficial where you might have been an entrepreneur for a long time and you're like, yeah, I already know all this stuff. So it's interesting to understand that when you're reading certain books, depending on where you are in whatever stage of your life or in education and just kind of your mindset, certain books are going to definitely be more valuable to you than others. Um, and you have to understand that. So if you've read a book, and this is what I like to do is think about books and there's time that I read something and maybe I wasn't ready for this book yet. And I'll revisit yeah. it many years later. And all of a sudden everything starts clicking like, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Where previously, maybe just a few years ago, I wasn't at this level of mindset and maybe knowledge where everything I was like, what is this guy? This, I, I don't, I don't even get it. Like this doesn't, this has nothing to do with me. So it's interesting to get to that point and under, have yeah. an understanding of that while reading books, which are obviously so very important to do. And, and I guess like we're talking about timing as in timing and reading that book being at the right time in your life. But it struck me too, that you were talking before about like one of your business ideas and how you felt that the timing was wrong. It was probably about four or five, years too early so i guess we're coming to the conclusion that timing is plays a critical part in so much of, of our lives it's so big and it's something we don't really on a day-to-day because -day, we're just living day-to-day -day. it's not something we really think about uh, but i think it's important to sometimes sit there and analyze different things in life and how things have worked out and you know i always try to look for the good in certain things uh with yeah timing or anything else that's gone wrong. Uh, so maybe it's just an excuse to keep going, but we all need that sometimes and that's okay. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's just part of the journey that I think is so important that you need to embrace and respect. And slightly off topic, I should have probably asked this in Insights into Success, but we'll ask it here now. What's your view on the concept of luck? Well, what's your interpretation of, of this concept of luck? Ooh, luck. I'm not a lucky guy by any means. <laughs> I don't feel I'm lucky at all. So um, the concept of luck is, I don't know, it's, it, that's a tough one because sometimes I think I am lucky and people are like, you're not lucky. It's just, you've been doing this. And, and that's the thing. Like I, sometimes I feel lucky in my current business and they're like, you're not lucky. You've been doing this for entrepreneurship for 15 years. Yeah, like, you know, I keep coming up over the last couple of years, I'll come up with new concepts or new events and this, that, the other. And it seems like they just work. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm just so lucky. And actually, it was my business partner that brought me back down to reality. And it was like, dude, it's not lucky. It's like, look at all the stuff you've done and all everything. Like, you just kind of get it. And the, I actually talk about this in my book. And an interesting way that I relate it is The Matrix. Have you ever seen The Matrix movie? Yeah. Yeah, years ago, but yeah, I have. The Matrix. You know when you look at the Matrix, it's all the numbers and everything going down, right? It's yeah. kind of like when you're an early entrepreneur, you see the numbers going like this, and it's just kind of crazy. But once you're kind of like at the point when you're the one, where Neo is like figures out he's the one and everything else, he can look at all those numbers going down, and it's a clear vision at this point, yeah. right? So over time, your vision will start to be more clear. And I don't think that's attributed to luck. That's attributed to, you know, something failed, you keep trying. I mean, I was just telling my, I have two people on my marketing team today. I said, look guys, we're going to do this, 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 this. I don't care what doesn't work, but we're going to try everything. And that's marketing yeah. because yeah. the stupidest idea is probably going to be the one that works out the best. 
<laughs> so it's not luck that that worked out. It's just you're willing to accept and uh, embrace that the world just it's a lot of you have a lot of uncontrollable. But, you, you know, you can call it luck, I guess. Yeah. I mean, what about the concept, though, instead that the end of the day, if you get out there and you do lots of things, like the more active you are, are out there on the basis that you're intelligent with what you're doing, the more chance you've got of things going your way. But if you sit back and just wait for things to come to you, for luck to play its part, then you're not out there. You're not doing much. So how can you really expect much to go your way? You're definitely not going to get lucky sitting on the couch doing nothing. <laughs> I mean, you need to be out there. You need to be hustling. You need to try as many different things, getting experience, understanding when things don't go right. That is experience, right? So yeah. if, right. if you mess something up, the next time you do it, just don't mess it up as much. And then you keep going with that. And then eventually you're like, hey, this actually this actually worked. It must have been lucky. I must have got lucky this time. Well, it's either that or the 20 other things and times you already messed everything up and you kept going. Yeah, I mean, we can call it luck or we can just call it resiliency or, you know, just yeah. being an entrepreneur. Yeah, result of a lot of hard work. Right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mikey. It's been really cool to talk to you and um, really interesting to to hear your insights both into success and also books to read. And thank you. definitely when we publish this, I want to obviously share links in that with uh, all your social media and including where people can get your book. The one positive, but it's followed by a negative in doing Read to Succeed, the positive is I get to hear about all these great books. The negative is I've got to try, somehow try and find the room to, to read them all. But definitely it sounds like your book would be a great one to, to read. I love hearing from people's real stories. You know, as you touched on before, you know, you have people out there that say they're like maybe business consultants and they may not have actually done all of these things. But when you're hearing straight from the horse's mouth, as it were, someone that's actually been out there and done it and they're, they're giving you insights into that, what more can you ask for? I mean, it's a great way to shortcut your own success by learning from, by the successes and failures of others. So thank you so much for sharing with us today. I really, really appreciate it. And it's been a real pleasure. So thank you. Thank you so much. It's been awesome.